0: From a galaxy far, far away. And a bookshelf straight out of the 90s. From Thrawn to Dantooine. And everything in between. This is Legends Look Back.
1: You know, technically, technically, I'm 30. But at heart in some ways, right as most of us are, those of us who are watching a Star Wars podcast on this fine Thursday night or perhaps even from the future. If so, greetings. Hello. Regardless of where or when you're watching this, can you relate to me? Are you guys anything like this when you go to like the big box store? You just got to take a little detour down through the toys even if the kids oh. aren't with you. You know what I yeah. mean? Totally. Okay, every time uh, not just me. That's good. That's good. I, I went through the Star Wars section of the other day. They had some uh, like Obi-Wan, Darth Vader, lightsabers, maybe a few other random Star Wars toys. The Star Wars section was lacking a little bit, let's be honest. You know what wasn't? And Freddy, I, as soon as this happened, I was like, I cannot wait to tell <laughs> Freddy. But since we've been podcasting together for three and a half years now, at this point, I never message Freddy anything during the week. I just save it for the show. In fact, it's become an inside joke whenever Rick tries to share something in Slack. He's like, I know, I know. Save it for the show. It's <laughs> Freddie. I'm going down through the aisle in Walmart the other day. You know what's back with a vengeance?
0: Beast Wars. Oh, my gosh. Yes. The Beast Wars are back, my what? friend. Uh, my, my favorite was Cheetor back in the day. He I was, got a Cheetor. Yeah. Yeah. What? Cheetor was my, my, if I were to be a Beast War Right? If this if I is were a, a McDonald's a Cheetor. I got to go
2: back to the Jared one cam here for a second. Very
0: sad Cheetor. His <laughs> head is so Very tiny, tiny
1: for his body. Right. What are these Why is his head... S- what are these
3: things? <laughs> they look like, right. like Sid from <laughs> Toy Story got a hold of like some random bitch yes. and just like, hey, yeah. them together. This Freddy,
1: is Cheetor with a tiny head. <laughs> Freddie, explain <laughs> Beast Wars to somebody who has no idea what we're talking about.
0: Okay, well, let's take you into a synopsis of episode one, shall we, of Beast Wars. Uh, There are two factions, of course, of the Transformers, uh, the Autobots, and... Sorry, I'm not uh, into the lore of the Transformers, so I apologize there. uh, The good guys and the bad guys, there we go. And uh, as they land on this planet, for some reason... Predacons, is that one of them? uh, Predacons and... Yeah, something. I f- Decepticons. I Decepticons. Uh, predications. Close. I don't remember. You get it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, so these transformers, of course, right? They, they. I think naturally they land on a planet and they touch the first thing that they touch, and that's what they become. So you had a gorilla, a raptor, uh, who I think eventually went to the good side for a bit. I don't remember what happened with that arc. Uh, a cheetah. Oh, Tyrannosaurus yeah, Rex, my Raptor,
1: this one right here,
0: yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. A spider look at his tail, look at a that wiggly spider.
1: tail, amazing. A uh, Rhino, uh, don't too know complicated. There these... yeah. we go, <laughs> Emily. They're transformers, but instead of cars, they're animals. Beasts. Except oh for this one, which is a terrible what? example. <laughs> it's an animal and a car. That's and the worst like possible a, example.
3: Like a lot of people liked.
1: This. As is, oh, this one is also the worst example because it's a crab, a robot. And also somehow a tank. So, terrible example. <laughs> Here we go. Polar bear. Of? Yeah.
4: Unlawful robot. robot They're back.
1: That's awesome. It's, so, the, the Transformers were an 80s thing. And then the, in the 90s, in classic 90s fashion, we took the Transformers to the next level. Ah. Yeah. And then we did it again and again and again. I see. And so I'm they were so confused. animals. Transformers, <laughs> but not cars. Animals.
4: With
0: and robotic robotic we also parts. had Starship Troopers. Starship not there a Sith Lord
3: that does this? Like, she, like, makes all those, like, weird little, like, robot, that like, animal things that all, like, decay. She was in, like, gosh, it was in, like, the Bane. Oh, she was in Bane, Yeah, right? she was in Bane.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Robots right. that... Jared, how you not remember this? Beast and Darth Bane? Yes. <laughs> what?
3: She, like, has to fight through all these, like, necrotic animals to, like, get to
4: their holocron. Yes. I don't know if it, it was her like, or
0: Bane, but... Yeah, they were just like... Ne- you were right. Totally right on. They were like necrotic animal, like robot animals. This was one's like ha- neon. Chimeras or something.
1: Yeah. The- this one has a huge... This is the 90s for you. Look at this freaking gun on the back Ooh, of this sucker. The bigger the better. It's- that is so <laughs> massive. This one I got for Christmas one year. He's got a big wheel on his chest. It's... They're back, Freddy. <laughs> out of, straight out of 1996. <laughs> Go check out your local big box store. The, the aisles are lined with the Beast Wars. And I could not be more excited. I've That's not crazy. bought any of them. These are all my vintage Beast Wars. Mm-hmm. Each and every one of these is worth like over $100 now. Yeah. Except for And you're just throwing them on the floor. They're pretty much all <laughs> missing pieces. Blame my younger brother, am I right? But We, however, are not here to talk about Beast Wars, Sadly. We are here to talk about something else that we were doing in 1996. Some of us, Emma wasn't born, but she's here now for Legends Look Back. So without further ado, let's start the show. Hello everybody and welcome to Legends Look Back, proudly part of the Utini Podcast Network. This is a Star Wars books podcast for people who definitely can't dunk a basketball, but can dunk a with the best of them, <laughs> where we celebrate our rich EU history. Dunkaroos, they're also back. Saw those in the store the other day. Are. We also dive into our lesser known Star Wars classics. I'm your host, Jared Mays, and I'm joined
0: by my legendary co-host, Freddy C. What was your favorite Dunkaroo? Vanilla? Chocolate? Both? Strawberry, the uh, limited edition. Mm. I like I've vanilla. actually never
1: had a Dunkaroo. I'm sorry. <laughs> what?
0: Dunkaroos. Are, I know. I've seen them. I never got them. They reminded me of animal crackers that you could dunk in, like, cake frosting. Yeah. it's a perfect description. <laughs> Sounds like... Yeah. I was more into the fun dip. You know
1: what I'm saying? Mm. Yeah. Totally. You know who totally. knows her way around a Dunkaroo? Emily Daybeck. <laughs>
3: I was really into all the different kinds of fake cheese, like cheese whiz, those like easy snacks where you have like the little red rectangular plastic spreader and you spread the fake cheese on the cracker. You know what <gasps> I'm talking about?
1: I forgot yeah.
0: about those. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it was all about I the fake that. cheese.
3: That was my thing. Wallace
0: and Grimmett and fake cheese.
1: Our producer <laughs> is so young that I bet that she has never she had, had the fake also. cheese spread by the little red plastic spreader. And that is, of course... Producing for us this week, filling in for our good buddy Rick Grace, Emma. How are you, Emma?
2: I'm I am well. I'm confused, <laughs> but I'm well. Welcome uh, to the show. <laughs> every time I come on Legends Look Back, I feel like. I get an education <laughs> on all things 90s, and I'm glad for it. Honestly, I think it's I think it's good for
3: me. It's healthy. Well, it's coming back in. It's definitely uh, in style. Yeah, I feel totally. like yeah, they, sure. everybody's taken like know. the worst of the 90s and made that into like a fashion trend lately. I'm a very <laughs> confused. Mm. I
1: love the worst of the 90s. Absolutely. Mm. Uh, being from Arkansas, and the home of Bill Clinton, I am. All of, anyway. I really that. <laughs> uh, next <laughs> I week, I, I should watching. wear spicy. a fat tie. You know the big fat ties like Ross oh. wears in France? or yeah. Who's the one that the one that works? The one with the Chandler. 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 Yeah.
4: Chandler. Uh, Chandler. The fattest
0: ties on planet <laughs> mm-hmm. Earth. I've got a bunch okay. of those. Mm-hmm. A bunch the of those. The 90s are just... trend was very weird, right? It was like the cars were terrible, uh, looking uh, <laughs> like boxy. Yeah, they were extremely boxy, but that was kind of like the thing, right? Digital age, everyone yeah. was. It was starting to go into the digital age. And, you know, that's where I feel like they just wanted sharp edges. Yeah, the Wendy's had atriums. And <laughs> yeah,
1: the right. Taco Bells had these little shapes all over the place, inspired I our that. Legends Look Back logos. And. <laughs> Emma is like, please get me out of here. Kind of we are <laughs> really glad. I, I, I do
2: have the ability to push every single button, so, you know, chop, chop.
1: Press the button that makes everything way more angular and colorful. Oh, like I the 90s. I, I wish I had that button.
2: I wish I had that button so, so badly.
1: <laughs> I was just uh, talking with a guy at church last night or the night before about our favorite 90s drink, Surge. Ooh. Freddie we should uh, like a uh, legends look back cold open one of these days all just like live for the cold open down a whole <laughs> can of surge
0: if we can find it it's got to be out there somewhere right what are you... we definitely and, need uh, to uh make sure that we're ready you know <laughs> doctor we've got some doctors uh on board uh to monitor <laughs> our sugar levels you know so uh, cuz i'm pretty is that, sure
2: is we'll that be... 90s enough for you? Jared? <laughs> I was like was oh, oh,
0: that, that, that what you're doing? doing <laughs> your <videos laughs> so I just thought
2: something was <laughs>
1: My the lips are purple. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> For our audio listeners, Emma took me very seriously and she made me more angular and very colorful. <laughs>
2: That's my as much as I can orange. do on the video there.
1: Uh,
0: and my lips are purple. This is yes. about the color. Uh, my Actual. TV showed everything back in the day, so. Mm. <laughs> was
1: it a TV you actually had to go and turn the knob to turn on? My parents the would the be like, had "Son, to, on the side
0: to get my... back to normal."
1: <laughs> For the
2: record, <laughs> I literally had no idea that you guys could see what I was doing. <laughs> Like I thought I was doing it on a different screen. I had no idea it was changing it right now.
1: <laughs> I was legitimately scared. I, I started to feel whatever buttons you were pressing made me feel weird. I'm like, starting to feel like you were back in the 90s. It was you were starting, starting to feel, feel
2: like off. yellow and orange and purple. I,
1: my body, you you've got a biochemistry button back there because it messed me up. I'll tell you that much. Well, we are not just here to relish in the glory that was the 90s. We are here, however, to talk about. What is one of the most bonkers Star Wars stories I have ever read? And one that I have had hyped for a long time. And in fact, when our good buddy Andrew Bell uh, on the Utini team found out we were reading this, he popped into our Legends Look Back channel in all caps. He came in with a mustache Mm -hmm. and all caps. And ranted about how much this is his favorite Star Wars comic of all time. That is, we are talking about Darth Vader and the Ghost Prison. You have like a ghost button
0: that makes everybody a little bit scared, some spider webs. I
2: wish I did. Let me look.
0: (laughs) You have that, what is that, Snapchat or whatever filter that makes people look like they're dancing when they're wiggling? You can use that with the ghosts. Man, right, we need I to like, suggest for some, these, I don't don't suggest
2: some features requests. to OBS. <laughs> like, we're like, do you have that filter
3: yeah. that puts flower, like, a flower crown around my head?
1: <laughs> like, what about clip art? <laughs> Definitely a pro with the clip art. That's about as about oh, best
2: yeah. I can do on the ghost situation.
4: Mm. <laughs> oh, wait, opacity. Here's my, Here my biggest go.
1: gripe. We're going to get into the to our review of all of this in a second. Ooh, now it's very spooky. <laughs> I'm disappearing. Um One of my biggest gripes is concerning the ghosts themselves. We'll get there in a second. We'll get there. Don't spoil it yet. There's a lot of ghosts from a certain point of view, of course. Well, we are going to get into it in all of its ghostly glory here in a second. First and foremost, though, before we do, we want to give a quick shout out to our patrons who help us make the show in all of its colorful, angular glory that is both to Jason A new annual patron, an annual patron, and to Maggie Magdalife, just upgraded to become an annual patron as well. Hey, thank you so much. Uh, We spent all of the Uteni money, and I think Corey said he took out another 10 credit cards in order for us to afford all of the shenanigans we pulled at Celebration, and so thank you so much for helping us get afloat again. We've got some great things coming. Um all across the board, amazing things happening behind the scenes. In fact, my my uh, utini notifications right now. will just say this much: they're high. <laughs> they're very high. <laughs> so a lot of fun things in the works. Yeah. So, uh, Freddie, why are we talking about Darth Vader in the ghost prison this particular week on Legends Look Back, and what does it have to do with this thirteen-pound <laughs>
0: monstrosity that I'm holding in my hands? Yes. Oh. So that's right. Uh, on May fourth. Uh, they released the Empire Omnibus, and it had they had two covers, I believe, for it, which were the two original artists for the variant and for the cover themselves, which was uh, Tsuneo Sanda and uh, was it Dave Wilkins, I believe? Yeah, is the main the main he, uh, Dave Wilkins is the prime cover artist, and the variant covers were all done by Tsuneo Sanda. Uh, we've talked about him before on the podcast. He's a Japanese artist. He's got a lot of Japanese flair in his, uh, in his art, uh, and especially if you look at some of his. Uh, there's one with Yoda meditating on a rock, and it's it's like a Japanese esque sh- uh, waves coming in, and just you know they can't touch Yoda. He's got this force dome. So beautiful art covers, uh, and in those in that omnibus, there's there's quite a bit that it collects here. So, uh, I don't know, if, uh, Jared, you want me to go over these? You want the, the team to go over some of this, or? Yeah, yeah
4: the, the basic
1: okay. gist of it, I don't know that we need to read every last entry here. We are not going to be covering all, you know, 13 pounds of the Empire Omnibus because ain't nobody got time for that, and it's summertime. In <laughs> fact, Emily didn't even read every single page of the five issues we asked her to oh read. Oh my gosh, I don't even <laughs> want not... to
3: hear it. I don't even want to hear it. <laughs> I was at my family's lake house, which is really a double wide on like a su- like rural Alabama lake and
1: oh yeah your lake house (laughs) sounds like you really had it
3: rough i had to kill several types of insects i'm not getting into it but long story i didn't have the service to read the whole thing it wouldn't download it all so i read everything but two pages and it really bugged me anyway
1: which pages were they i don't want to they don't don't tell me what happened on them because obviously you don't know but
3: context i feel like i got the gist
1: they weren't the last two pages, no. were they? Because last was we'll the big. We'll just say this was... Something big happens. Okay.
3: <laughs> that was my favorite part. Well, <laughs> oh Jared,
2: I, I'm looking right here, and as Freddie was talking about the covers, I just realized you gave me the covers to show, so I just want to show them really quickly. Yeah, show them uh, off, please. The Wilkins cover I have first. This is so Ooh. cool. Like, I don't even know. Yeah. Is he cutting something in half? I don't even That's know. That's the
1: cover to Darth Vader and the Ghost Prison number six. I know oh, that. Number, wait, there's not this six. six there's <laughs> Number five. Number five, <laughs> the sixth one is a ghost. Ha, Everybody that's starts a ghost. Like, download a um,
3: whole episode, what?
1: <laughs> Darth Vader and the ghost prison number five, because I got to it and I was like,
3: hold up, wait a minute. That's legit. I've seen that he before. he slicing in half?
1: And it is, it is actually one of the covers here. Wow. Okay. I don't know, what, what is he slicing? Let us know in the chat, what do you think Beautiful he's slicing? It kind of
2: looks like a crate to me. Mm.
1: Or, or
0: droid of some sort. Why would of he be be doing
3: that? Oh, yeah, maybe a droid. Not sure. Yeah, interesting. Hmm. Uh, they're, they're, the,
0: that's right. He, there are droids uh, in that he does massacre. <laughs> Whole bunch of them yeah. that seem to be. Fairly oh, that's easy. right. Yep, there's yeah. droids. They are cool droids. I liked the droids. Yeah, yeah. yeah. not uh, the most formidable of the droids. Two nail sanda cover. Uh, so yes, there's two it, of them in their Emily this one? You see, I believe. Yeah, that's the one I got. Yeah, that's that's the that's the main <sighs> cover. The yeah the omnibus cover there. Look at that. Very cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Which one did you get, Freddie? So there's a there's a, I got the Sunil uh Sunil Sanda cover because I'm just a humongous fan of his art. So I I've got this one here. Uh if you look Emily there or Emma, there's uh there's another uh Sunil Sanda cover in there for the variant of the first the Oh first, I see it, I see it. Yeah, check that out. Yeah. I I think this is is this it? That's awesome. That one of the these, are, these, are, these are the only that's two it.
2: with Sunao Osanda as the name.
0: Yeah, this is it. This is the the cover for the first the ver, the first variant cover. Cause that was so one other, of the awesome. piece of his was work. It,
3: the panels in the book, like in the I'm sorry, in like the, the second or I think it's the second um, gosh, not chapter. It's Vader it? walking Episode? away
1: from the Sith infiltrator because <laughs> that's a cool that's yeah. a cool yeah. shot. Okay. It, he's like on Coruscant while it's burning. And there's the light coming in, and his helmet's reflecting the light. It's very detailed. It's like very in movies when and smoke when, like, and fire,
2: when you cool, like cool people walk away from explosions. It's yeah,
1: like that. <laughs> <laughs> is that not how you walk away from explosions? Because all that every time. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> Normally, when I walk away from explosions, it's like pointing like it was somebody else's fault. Wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> No, actually, it's only dragging my kids away from the said explosion because it was probably their fault. Well, um, Yeah, excellent art. I got this, the Sonda cover. Now, we're, we're covering these just tonight. We're going to talk about Darth Vader and the Ghost Prison as emblematic of this entire uh, omnibus. We're going to talk about the omnibus at least a little bit here. These have been coming out quite regularly, what, two or three a year from Marvel repackaging the Dark Horse comics that we know and love, and there's still so many more... Um, Still, so many more to come in the future that have been announced. There's a new Rebellion omnibus, and we're hopeful for what will come mm-hmm. after this as well. They're extremely collectible. They look great on mm-hmm. the shelf. Um, I really love these. Been a great way to get back into them. Sadly, I didn't own this one digitally, and actually read it from this massive Ooh. collectible piece in That's bed. I mean, it's <laughs> I mean, it rough. Was just, <laughs> like, at one point, I was trying do to do fall my stretches. Asleep,
2: you you you. you. You risk a lot reading that in there if you fall asleep and you drop that thing, you're going to have like a broken nose. Mm.
1: (laughs) At one point, I was trying to do my stretches on the floor and and had this thing suspended up over my head, and my wife was like, what are you doing? I'm committed to the show. I don't have any spare time this week. Uh, Well... I do want to show off one more thing as we're talking about the cover art here. We've been discussing in the Discord how after the Knights of the Old Republic omnibus, they've pivoted to putting the cover art in this black box. Mm-hmm. What is your opinion on putting the cover uh, in the box? I mean, I'm, I, I'm, it looks kind of classy. I'm also kind of frustrated.
0: I don't like it at all. I despise it. Uh, and my reasoning is I feel like the art is so beautiful. I, and I know that we're just seeing a snippet of the art, right? Because that's they take pieces of of a, a bigger piece and i know that if they were to you know maybe put some of the extended art around the cover you know i feel like it would just be a little bit more beautiful and collectible uh, but it's hard to hate because it also gives it this like classic yeah uh, you get several classic lined up coffee style book i don't know how to describe it it just looks very classic yeah. so well it doesn't cover be any of the, art with
3: the words which is nice that's probably why they made yeah. that yeah, that's that a choice. good point yeah,
0: the spines look good.
1: I like that they put a little thumbnail of the cover art on the spine. Yep. I'm gonna—I don't know if I've revealed this on the show before. We have a little strip tease here on Legends Look Back. I'm gonna take the dust jacket off <laughs> and blow your freaking minds. Are you ready for this? Oh, I'm ready. Ooh, oh, my they print oh, so more art. That was way that sexier than I That's what we're talking about. <laughs> 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 yeah. On the actual. <laughs> so what? after I discovered this, that's awesome. Af- yeah, oh after I discovered gosh. this, I went to all my omnibus, all my omnibuses, om- omnibuy, omnibuy.
2: <laughs> I went wow. over there,
1: and took all their dust jackets off, and they're g- 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 gorgeous. I'm yeah. telling you. So
2: every single omnibus has something like that underneath. It does.
1: Yeah. You yeah, all vamp for a awesome. second. I'll find them and we'll show oh them. Oh my yeah. goodness! Yeah.
3: I mean, that's a wrap.
0: So uh that's that's what I was talking about right there. Uh it, it, for those audiobook listeners or audiobook <laughs> listeners, <laughs> audio listeners. <laughs> uh what Jared showed there was he he took the dust jacket off and it was uh an entire the entire cover was uh, almost like concept art from the comic book. So uh, maybe heavy. like a cover that didn't quite make it. So uh, as as Jerry looks right now for his additional omnivian and and hopefully he doesn't uh
3: knock one off the shelf pass away in the process
4: <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> oh my gosh these things are friggin' humongous You're out your back workout workout what are you doing <laughs> one at a time
4: yeah
2: that's like over 50 pounds right there yeah
0: so the, these books are beautiful uh Jared you you need to show this off. For those who don't know get the one what cam. these are For those that are also on the audio version of of this podcast, you really should check out the video because this art is beautiful.
1: All right, here's something fun with all this. I have totally forgotten what's underneath the dust jackets on all oh these cuz it was surprise. maybe maybe 6 months. Just right after I moved in, right, right after I moved into the house, I Finally peeled the cellophane off of my omnibus. It was a big thing. I didn't do it for months and months and months. because so I was going to move. And everybody said how good that the Ninth the Republic omnibus smelled. And I was like, I'm going to sniff it so bad. But <laughs> I also <laughs> needed to preserve it because we were moving. <sighs> so I finally did. I cracked the cellophane. And we're going to sniff it right here live on air. Okay. Uh, here's a little canon piece for you, Emma. The Darth Yay. Vader omnibus by Charles Sewell. We Look love that. this. We're going to... Peel the dust jacket Perfect off timing. is there. Oh yeah,
2: that's awesome. That.
1: that is so rad. Looks good with like the, the color, color scheme in my room too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh and palps shoot. Is, okay. Yeah, clothes. No need, of course. <laughs> um, Jared, that was oh, a good man. pick
2: with the with the Charles soul hundredth yeah, is, issue coming is out my, yesterday.
0: Uh, I yes. haven't
1: read it yet. Don't tell me. I'm not okay. gonna tell.
0: This is one of my favorite my favorite crackings you just got to do oh it, it it's one of my most oh, favorite it does free it does sniff smell in there. really
4: okay. really good mm. ready. Okay, Check this okay. out. here it comes like nice little omnibus
1: i want to oh. get it one clean peel like when you get a banana in one go you know what i'm talking about wow. here we go oh, Whoa. look that at is this.
4: so different oh, wow.
1: The rat ghoul is right there in the middle, <laughs> spreading for everybody. Oh, okay. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, oh, that's so cool. Oh, and wow. there's a rat ghoul on the back, too. We'll call him a bat ghoul. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> All
3: right, somebody clip that. The
1: very different vibe. The droids and Ewoks on the bus that I bought when I was thrifting with Rick. Oh, this one. Is it, it C-3PO has... in his robe? What? A line drawn art. There is something, but it's faint and hard to oh. see live here. Okay, a little bit of like C-3-P-O, a is, C3PO If you can't see it, C3PO is making this face. <laughs> <laughs> Probably because he's looking at that rat ghoul down there. And then finally, I've got the Rise Ooh, of the yes. Sith omnibus.
3: This is gonna be good, I think.
1: Okay, not as much success getting it in one go. I don't know if I've opened that this looks one yet.
3: Bigger than the others.
4: And it does,
0: it? Oh my go. goodness! Oh
3: wow, oh, man! I've made Love a it.
1: huge mess in my room here. There's dust jackets all over the floor, toys, toys over <laughs> here and over there, and Pokemon cards <laughs> over there.
4: <laughs> look at that! Oh, oh look at that
0: Gamorian wow. or Gamarian if you're British.
1: Gamarian. Look at that thing.
2: That's that's amazing. Yeah,
0: yeah. these are beautiful. beautiful. I see, I almost feel like the dust jackets are uh, almost a waste to keep on, which you want to keep on, but why there's so much beauty underneath <laughs> uh, yeah. a little give and take i wonder what happens if you take the ju- dust jacket off of uh, ruins of dantooine does it look a little bit better under there
1: <laughs> there is no dust jacket because it's only a paperback yep. <laughs> but uh, it's it's under the cover that you discover it's real beauty because yes. it's pretty good listen to some of it on your beach there freddie Over there in California. Uh, I'm just watching the dolphins uh, swim along, listening to Ruins of Dantooine. Read by a robot, because there's no audio book, and I had to do text-to-speech. Anyway, that was a weird time, but a great time. All right, so there's a lot in this book. In particular, we... Now I've got to find it. It's around here somewhere. It covers the entire Purge Mm storyline that I have not yet read. It covers Darth Vader and the Lost Command. It I'm covers kidding. the entire Dark Times series. And then finally, it concludes with the five-issue miniseries, Darth Vader and the Ghost
0: Prison. Had any of y'all read this before that tonight's show? It had nope. been a long time to the point where I forgot what happened and reading it felt fresh again. Mm. That's fun. Uh, That's nice. So I would say I read this probably in like... The latter half of 2012, maybe 2013. It's a Very specific. Time uh, frame. But reading it again. Nice. Ooh wee. <laughs> well, because it came out in 2012.
1: Oh
3: okay, okay. So it's like wow, I don't
1: know. Yeah, I remember.
0: Emily's like that's a
1: very specific <laughs> number.
2: <laughs> I uh I haven't read any of the other issues because this week has been very busy. Mm. But you know, obviously I read Darth Vader and the Ghost Prison for this. Um.
3: The Purge series I, sounds interesting. Like right? that's an interesting yeah. title to me. This comic yeah, had series a... has got me more interested in comics than any other comic I've ever read.
0: Good.
4: Yay. Oh awesome. my gosh.
3: <laughs> it had everything. I'm so excited to talk about it. You mean you mean it was better yeah. than... Um, oh, what did we read? Oh, like, what
2: was that? Um, <laughs> mm. Hold on.
1: It's in one of my Omnibuy. I'll find it.
2: <laughs> oh, really? Okay. It's like... It was Jedi... Uh, Tale- not Tails.
1: It's got now. Xanatos. Dark
2: Jedi. Dark. Yes. Something Dark- like that.
1: Jedi Something. the Dark Side.
2: Jedi the Dark Side. You mean it's better than that, Emily? <laughs>
1: yes.
2: <laughs> you know. Isn't that the one with, uh, with Qui
1: Gon so. and and Xanatos? Yeah. That yes. was it. Yes.
2: Yeah, no, that was this was one. Interesting. Uh, it was
1: interesting. Yeah. This one. Yo
3: oh, yeah. Mm.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, that was a yeah, guy. That's a great time. one. I mean it's not it's not great, but uh, <laughs> it's good in its own way if you've read all nineteen books of the Jedi Apprentice series.
2: The entire Which episode, sure Emily and I and were like, what? <laughs> what's, huh? what's happening?" I don't right
1: know now? what's going on. <laughs> There's a song by uh, famous rock band Rush called no Xanadu. "Xanadu." Xanadu. <laughs> Rush. If you know, you know. And <laughs> Is that like an every...
3: actual word or?
1: I don't know what it means, but it's a. I feel like cool it's an song. animal. Maybe. Why does it sound like an animal?
3: It does. Yeah, like a, sounds or like, like an animal. A <laughs> The Xanadu. And uh, yeah, like, so every
1: time yeah. I read Xanatos about uh, Qui Gon's former apprentice, I <laughs> always read it in the Rush voice. So maybe some other people out there on the internet that'll resonate mm. with them. It definitely didn't no, resonate with y'all, not. so um, swing in a you miss. know, it did
3: resonate. <laughs> this story. Oh my gosh. The art was gorgeous. I, I'm glad. Uh, anyway, I don't want to derail by just ranting about how much I love this, but I loved it.
0: We're about to jump into a lot of this stuff, yes. but I have some questions for Emma because Emma's a canon person. Mm. So I'm curious to see a canon, you know, someone who's been in canon read this. How does it compare? What What is different? Because this is the Dark Horse era, I believe, right? Yeah. So I, I feel like it's a little grittier. So I'm curious to feel what you felt when you oh. saw this versus what, what you've been used to recently.
2: Mm, yeah, this is an interesting question. I definitely noticed... Um, Vader is characterized very differently in Canon than he was in legends, at least in this story. Um, in Canon, you get more of his emotions, you get more of his thoughts and what his <laughs> visions are like and and you get like inside his head and here, I mean I think he might have like three text bubbles total. Um, you know he doesn't speak very much. Uh, he 's very violent, which is similar to how he is in in canon like he can be very gruesome in canon, so mm-hmm. I definitely saw some similarities definitely saw some differences I have to say like i 'm happier with a more vocal Vader and a more um emotionally deep vader i would say obviously he doesn't show that to people but in comics we get to see that so i think it gives I you more context
0: fun. right yeah of, like, who he is yeah that it makes, makes sense. you feel
2: bad for him and i think that's always like the most interesting type of villain mm. is a villain you feel bad for i totally agree vader with that. Is and you gotta get a
0: taste for of that, for the comics right? so we'll, we'll save it but yeah, yeah we definitely get a taste of like i feel uh
2: that's yeah that's that's right vader you're, could you're be jogging thinking. my memory yeah
0: yeah but if yeah anyway
1: if there's two characters who were just born for comic books. It's Darth Vader in Boba Fett. I was going to say blood ties was yeah.
3: a correct. lot like this. It was very much like You
1: just yeah. See
3: that thing? Smash it, shoot it, slice it with a lightsaber.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and now and now in comics, you know, we get a more, you know, we get to see more of, you know, what Boba Fett is like mm-hmm. thinking and feeling in, in War of the Bounty Hunters, which is interesting. So it's interesting how like both I of like these that. characters are very prolific in both Legends and con- canon comics. They're characterized very differently, mm. so it is interesting to see the differences. I have to say. Hmm,
1: wow! Cool. I, would you believe me if I told you, that I prefer the Legends version? <laughs> yes, I absolutely as, do believe you. He's not as emotionally <laughs> revealing, and you, he's a little bit he's harder. Well, I think it's like a yeah, product of the more times, mysterious. right?
3: Because like now yeah. we want sure. a more complex villain because we've kind of seen it all, and like back then it was still kind yep. of novel. Sense. Kind of, we wanted like black and white. You know, politically you know, we we could dive real deep. You
0: know, <laughs> it could sure. also it could also be that George had more of a hold mm. on these characters yeah. and people were just like, Yeah, let's just not write too much. <laughs> keep I it think that there's a
2: lot of mystery still surrounding Darth Vader that nobody wanted to touch, like they were afraid to yeah. touch it. And yeah. now we've touched it enough that we can keep keep building on it. So Cool. Yeah.
1: And with all of that, we're gonna get into it. So Um, There is a lot here for us to talk about. I'm so excited. And um, I I do think to that point that you made a second ago about slicing things and blowing things up. That's one of my bigger gripes with this is that it (laughs) is very much of this sweet spot of a time period of like 2006 to 2000 uh, until the Disney, I guess, uh, 2014 around there. The Disney transition Mm -hmm. where this is very much like your late 2000s action hero. And so uh, we'll get there in a second. So um, this, of course, we're not going to talk about the entire Dark Horse. Uh, well, they're all Dark Horse comics. The Marvel, Omnibus, what do we call these things? You got the the Legends Epic Collections, and then there's mm-hmm. the Del omnibus. Rey Essential. Oh, these oh, are oh. Just Oh, uh um,
2: It's just a Marvel
0: omnibus? Is that what I this is? I think so, yeah. <laughs> There's no I fancy... I don't think they have a special name for it. Massively <laughs> long Marvel's name. Essential I'm... Legends Epic <laughs> Omnibus. <Yeah. laughs> okay, that sounds right. Well, we're going to call it that. We're going to call it that.
2: Jared's like, we're missing some names here, people. That's right. It, should be a <laughs> it can't compare
1: to words. New Jedi... Star Wars, New Jedi Order, Force Heretic 1. Heretic? Uh, I can't even remember the <laughs> title of the actual oh book because I've gotten caught up in all of its... All of its uh, First names. What's the word for that? Prequels? Oh, Alright. No. So <laughs> I do wanna play a little game though before we summarize the book. Ooh, I love Guess names. how many pages are in oh, no. Star Wars, The Empire, Omnibus Volume One, by Marvel, containing no Marvel comics, but they're all Dark Horse. How many pages are in this book? Are we boy?
2: playing by Price's right rules? Don't go over sure. Okay.
1: Yeah. Uh <laughs> No, just like the just closest guess wins. Okay,
2: okay. I'm going to guess 1,200. 1,200,
1: very good. Wow. Yeah, pr- Price is Right is more fun. So don't...
3: 466. Okay, keep going.
1: 466, 1,200, very different numbers. Freddie? <laughs> yeah, uh, I would go 800. And 800 in the chat, we're giving uh, getting a couple people to guess. Skuma Joe says 1,000. Rocky Zim says $1. Hold on. That's not the way what this is game 589?
3: works. What is 589 That's also the wrong game.
1: All right. Here it is. Ready? 992 pages. Ooh. So whoever gets the thousand. That was
3: Freddy. Freddy always you, wins. You. Skuma. No, I know. It was Freddy. Price
1: right rules. <laughs> You'd lose. Freddy was eight? She, she eight. Yeah, Nia won with eight. eight one. one. She That's that how you
2: play. That's how you play the game. Ah. She got
1: it in right under the wire. <laughs> That is a huge omnibus, and um, I just love how much content they can cram into these things. Mm. Yeah. However, Seriously, we didn't read all yeah. the content. We just read five issues, and we're <laughs> going to talk about those tonight. Darth Vader and the Ghost Prison was released in 2012, published by Dark Horse Comics. It was written by Hayden Blackman. Does anybody else know anything else that Hayden Blackman has worked on? Ooh. He's prolific in yeah. the 2000s Legends
2: did he World. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Did he do Open Seasons? No. I don't
1: know. Maybe. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that was not on my list. So, we're going to look it up. I
2: don't know why I I, I think I'm completely wrong, but
1: He wrote uh, a lot of comics.
0: He was the project lead on Star Wars Galaxies.
3: Why do you bring was Star Wars he? Galaxies yeah. up in like literally every show?
0: Open
2: Seasons West wh- <laughs> by Hayden Blackman. Oh, we broke up things legends. that were not on my list. Mm.
1: <laughs> to be fair, my list is two things. So there's more. <laughs>
2: Ooh. I feel okay, like you did something with Darth Maul. Oh.
1: Well, here's one for you, Freddie. He also was involved in the writing of Ruins of Dantooine. Oh, uh, yes. That's why he did exactly Star Wars Galaxy. how involved. Yeah. There's another author, Veronica Roth something. I think it's a name. I apologize, Veronica. I quite liked the book. Um, but his name is also on the cover, so we're counting it. All right. All right. What else? Um, a Darth Maul something, says Emma.
2: Maybe. I'm not super confident in that.
1: Any other guesses?
3: The Force Unleashed?
1: We've got... The Force Unleashed. Yeah. He is the project lead and the, the lead writer on the Force Unleashed. I actually watched some Twitch streams a few years ago. Great call. And Sam Whitwer and
0: David Collins, the three of them playing Ooh. the game together. Oh,
2: that wow. sounds awesome.
1: Oh
0: that's like God. the that's like the, really the project lead of the game, the uh, music designer and director of the music uh, sound of and the droid <laughs> and the droid. Yeah, and the actual voice actor. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So
1: I got David Collins and Sam Witwer to sign my a piece at celebration Ooh. and I think I scared David by accidentally threatening his life, but it was a joke, I didn't mean it. <laughs> oh my and it's very awkward. <laughs> <laughs> so I love you and I'm sorry
0: and I would never do anything to harm you or your loved ones. <laughs> I will hurt you if you don't sign this.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Said something about like we were looking for a pen and he was like, Oh, I just gotta find something to sign this with. I was like, sign it with whatever you want. You can sign in blood. For all I care. And he goes, whose blood? Not mine. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was, uh, oh. I, I, I feel like we had some similar instances. It's like when I asked Bane, the uh, Bane cosplayer, I was like, can you stab me with your lightsaber? I was, You know, he was just like, can we just flex our arms? I was like, all right.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so good.
0: So good. Okay, here's some other things by
1: Hayden Blackman. Uh, so, so prolific of the 2000s, especially Dark Horse comics, but even video games, right? This period of Legends. We've not talked about them mm-hmm. nearly enough on the show. Jango Fett Open Seasons, one of the best Star Wars comics ever written.
4: Yeah.
2: Period.
1: Starfighter Crossbones, Star Wars Obsession, one of my favorite Legends comics. Um, Star X, X-Wing Rogue Leader, he wrote, one, two, uh, ten issues of Star Wars Republic. Um, he wrote some stories in Star Wars tales, some Clone Wars adventures, wrote a Purge story, The Force Unleashed, Darth Vader and the Lost Command, Darth Vader and the Voice, mm. nope, the the Ghost Prison. He, I thought you uh, said you had on two on your list. A ton of He's video games. I list. switched <laughs> to a different list because my list was incomplete. <laughs> my list was, uh, he wrote Darth Vader and the Ghost Prison and The Force Unleashed and, and co-wrote in some form or fashion Ruins of Danteween. I just wanted to make sure we got mm. ruins of Danteween in there, right? Mm. Uh, this is illustrated by Augustin Alessio, and that is my redneck pronunciation there. Um, also covers by Dave Wilkins. And now, were you saying that Sonda has covers for this too?
0: Yeah, I believe it's only issue one where he has a variant cover. Uh, I don't, I don't believe he did any of the other. Okay, uh, the not other, the main covers. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: And I forgot to write a summary. So we're going to do this Bible study style, and here's what I mean. We're <laughs> going to go around the horn and summarize in like one to two sentences a piece what the story is. And we got to get it in like one minute here. So we're going to go around the horn. Each one of us going to take a turn trying to summarize the plot. And together, between the four of us, we're going to tell the good folks what Darth Vader and the Ghost Prison this is sounds all about.
2: extremely scary to me, but okay.
1: <laughs> yes, so a form of Bible study is like you read the story and then you close it, and then you have to like uh, retell what happened in the story, and so it's like a good like a little learning mechanism there. Yeah. So um, we're going to do it with this, which is very much the opposite of the Bible. So that's fun. Okay, <laughs> um, I'll start us off. There is a lieutenant who has finished his academy training on Coruscant and his name is Tom and his face is all burned and he graduates valedictorian and then mm. there's one a huge the ex- and then there's huge explosion yeah. on Coruscant and everything goes to pieces Freddy you're next
0: all right uh can I do this like Tom Kane the Republic <laughs> has fallen uh the Republic has. has fallen the Empire yes. must survive. In order to do so, a fresh new wave of graduates comes through the Imperial Academy. And what happens next is your guess.
1: Okay, very good. Yeah, so it does take <laughs> place in that uh, right after the right after Order 66, like very early Empire kind of story, my understanding. Okay, Emily, you're next.
3: There's a coup! And the whole empire yeah. gets overthrown. Vader is barely escapes with his life. General or oh my gosh, Emperor Palpatine is presumed dead and next thing you know, Vader has teamed up with this yeah. valedictorian of the uh the uh oh my gosh. My brain. Imperial Academy Academy <laughs> And they've uh, they go to the Jedi uh temple to find more information about a secret which was super rad secret yeah. secret prison yeah
1: okay emily we didn't work uh, emma we didn't warn you your names are so freaking I know. I know. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> emma what is uh, you're up next what's your summary okay.
2: they go to the ghost prison which is hidden by some sort of strange mechanism no one understands um, they find a <laughs> bunch of prisoners, like hundreds of them, and they just decide very intelligently to just release them all and fight it out for themselves. And then they convince them to join their makeshift army by blackmail and coercion. But only 33 of them awesome. make it. <laughs> There's
3: blood everywhere. Right.
2: Out of like the 287 out of, right. or something like that.
0: I'm going to have to get that Tom Kane thing done. I like that. Uh, it's pretty good. Uh, yeah, those I are all worse. really cool. Those are all very good summaries, honestly. It, every it's crazy cuz it, it it there's so many things that happen, right? The republic has fallen cuz it it talks about some of that stuff. Uh, and it talks about the morale of the empire, right? Everyone's kind of not feeling it yet and and there's still insurgency across the uh I guess the 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 galaxy and uh what else? I mean, I feel like it, it's just they're trying to get power and it's the very it's like the fledgling era of of the empire i mean we're talking maybe like year year one year two of yeah the that's empire. my understanding don't tag yeah. uh, trevor or he'll come in here and tell us what month and day it
1: was <laughs> actually what <laughs> we love him for it luckily we love him for it's it.
2: like early early morning over there i think so <laughs> i think i think are sure. safe
1: yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah and um let's see what have we missed there's a flashback a great flashback Where in the Jedi Temple, they're looking for the location of the ghost prison. And Vader finds this hologram secret recording of a Jedi Council meeting where they are super shady about the fact that they're putting all of these... Like dark Jedi, Jedi defectors, Confederate generals, into this yeah. secret Jedi prison somewhere that nobody knows about, and uh, Anakin had gone to the Council and was angstily demanding that he know where all of his captives
0: had been taken. Mm. And why do you want to know him. that?
2: By the way, that's so weird. Like, did he want to like go torture them or something? I think. Just...
0: I think. I, I mean, let's go into like the psyche of Darth Vader at, during that time. He he wanted to be a good guy. Right. I feel like he really wanted to be a good guy and he he wanted to do right by everybody, everyone. And imagine you're the top performing uh, general in in the army and and you're just like, how come I don't know where these people at? I like I he may have guaranteed them, you know, he's not going to kill them or safety and then they disappear. And he's like, are you killing them? (laughs) Yeah, he's he's having an ethics moment, I would say.
2: Yeah. That's
1: fair. Yeah, it's a good explanation for sure. And then the massive plot thing that we have not yet mentioned is the 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 general is fried by the the, the guy that's overthrowing. What's his name? Gintis oh, is man. the one who's staging the coup. He's Those absolutely scenes. fried like some KFC by Emperor Palpatine <laughs> from behind. Right? You know, he can't even see him. It's like shooting him in the back, and uh, except for with lightning instead of a gun. And, uh, yeah. yeah, it was a, a beautiful page. The lightning bursting onto the page. It felt like it was bursting out of the page. It was just awesome. Uh, and then, at the very end, Tom has done such a good job at all of this. Good boy, Tom. In fact, he's done so well that Vader kills him.
3: So <laughs> unceremoniously. He's, he's like, will you mentor me? And Vader's like, nah. And just tosses him.
1: He says, those are the last words of the entire story. Aren't they
0: never I stand think, for rivals? Yeah.
2: Didn't Darth yeah. Vader say, and I quote, Pops, get open. Ally oop. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> like,
0: I remember that, that for sure. in okay. fact did say
1: that. <laughs> it was there. So by the way, spoiler warning, this is spoiler heavy territory. So if you have not yet read Darth Vader that's and the Ghost. That's a pretty
3: prison. big one at the
4: end.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's a big one. Did he Ally ooped Tom? No. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Here's the big <laughs> Tom lightning page. Look at this thing. Vader oh my gosh. cooking this guy. Absolutely yeah. roasting yeah. Him.
3: Posterized. Very,
4: cool. mm.
1: Very much yeah. posterized, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, Lucas, let's get into the characters and then the overarching questions. There's two main original characters, and the fact that I have not read any of Purge or Dark Times has has me wondering, are these characters in anything else that I've not yet read? I've read a good amount of Legends comics, but I've not yet read Purge or Dark Times. So we just skip to the very end of the omnibus, right? Uh, But it's not necessary. I don't think that you read those before you read this. At least I hope not. I'm not 100% sure if either of these characters are in anything else in Legends comics. But at least my understanding is that both Tom and Moff Tracha are original characters. So let's talk about the differences and similarities between... These two bad boys, good bad boys, in Darth Vader and the Ghost Prison, Lieutenant Tom first and foremost, how would you describe him, and, and how
0: is he different from Moff Tracha? <sighs> it's funny, because I, I would say Tom is very much the studious uh, kind of, st- you know, the, the the one that was always in the library reviewing files, uh, very technical, uh, maybe a loner, uh, and he has complete unfettered faith in a being that he probably barely knows which is always very interesting to me how he could be so loyal to something that he really doesn't know anything about so a bit of a follower there but too smart for his own good
3: Mm -hmm. he reminds me of thrawn very studious but kind of not people smart yeah Yeah,
0: lacking charisma Mm -hmm. for sure Negative two charisma, if you were a uh, and d <laughs> player, right? He's
2: Tom is like the goody two-shoes, uh, but not in a good way
4: yeah. <laughs> in a lot of cases.
2: Although, it made him survive, I suppose. But I also think um, he's a great example of what happens when you meet your heroes. Mm. Like, you know, he met the headmaster mm. guy. And, like, worshipped him. And then, literally, the next day after he met him, <laughs> so he true. threw a coup. <laughs> what terrible timing. Yeah.
3: Like, oh, I guess, like, yeah. all of my friends and my, like, fearless leader, they were all lying to me. Yeah. And I was yeah.
4: like, okay you know, with
0: it. One thing I didn't... <laughs> yeah. One thing I noticed, or at least I, I tried to see if there was a theme, was to see if there were different impressions during different face showings of mm. of him, right? Because he had the burnt face. Then he had mm. the yeah, two-face, two and then faces. he had the normal face. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when he was, when they showed the burnt side of his face, he was more ruthless. When they sure, showed the other, the unburnt side of his face, he was kind of like, But, you know, uh, but wh- why do you want me to? I, don't, I can't do that. That's against the rules, no kind of guy. No way. I did not and pick then, up on that detail. I Are neither, you serious? That's excellent. Possibly. That is awesome. I'd, I'd have to go through and, and, like, look at every scene and reanalyze it. And when they showed both shot faces, it was like guy. critical moments. Oh, so you, you're like in
1: between, mm. wavering yeah. between with his loyalties. Yeah, wow. it's, it's interesting. That's a great detail. That is beautiful. I love that. And that's part of what makes this so good is it's a it's a thought-provoking yeah. kind of ex- exploring the gray areas of Star Wars kind of story, which is, on yeah. the one hand, why I think it's successful. On the other hand, part of why I'm a little bit irony with it is I kind of like the the good guy – is heroic and inspires you to want to be a better man kind of story. Tales of the Jedi sort of thing. Uh, there's a lot of gray areas in that one too. But anyway, <laughs> this this to me is very indicative of the times of the 2000s with your gray Jedi, uh, dark, dark and broody. We want just a lot of – we want Star Wars to be dark and gritty kind of thing. You see what I'm saying?
2: I, I think that um, they were going for like a certain vibe with this – um, miniseries, and I think it's all vibe, about the vibes for sure. Yes, I think the <laughs> vibe was that reality show, What Would You Do? but in Star Wars,
4: hmm. <laughs> Y'all you know, know what I'm talking One's about? Like, they place hidden cameras
2: and and they like see what like ethical decisions people would make in yeah. a certain situation. Well, okay. you know
0: what I'm Some talking guy about? might lose a wallet. And yeah. they have like the camera on the wallet, and the yeah. person's like, "Do I take it? Like, what do I do?" And mm, yeah. you get to see their outcome, and they get embarrassed.
3: <laughs> yeah, that was yeah a, I can see yeah, this as an, an
0: exercise in
1: ethics. It is
0: Definitely. because you've got you've got one guy who wants to be the emperor, and who's like, "We need to stop sending." Well, he had a, a, kind of some attachment issues there, right? My sons, I understand. Like, yes, they like that's how we, they all treated each other. They were. They were all like his father, and uh, they, you know they were his sons. And uh, that's
1: General Gintis, the one who's performing yep. the coup. Sorry, yeah. Yeah. His his basic idea on why he does so, I think, makes him an interesting kind of foil for Vader. Here is that he says that the Empire is sending off all these students that have trained to die, yeah. and uh, they just keep coming back and being sent to the graveyard and the incinerator. Yeah. And so he stages the coup so as to save his quote unquote sons.
3: Yeah, there's definitely Yeah, trying to fill in, in the
1: gap since I didn't, I didn't write the summary.
2: <laughs> For sure. Can I, yeah. can I just say we're, well, we're on the topic of him? I would like to just point out Gentis is super sexist. He's like he's like all these fine men and all my sons like boy, do you not have any women on money or ranks? Like
0: <laughs> well, see, that's, that's um I didn't even notice that, believe it or not. <laughs> that, I would say that's kind of like the early 2000s, right, where, where yeah. people started becoming more aware of what they were saying and what they were doing. Um, but not quite, right? There were still, you go to McDonald's, you want a boy or a girl toy? Uh, they look inside, okay, you got a, you got a uh, baby daughter, you're, here's the girl toy. It's like, no, 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 we were talking about this before the show. Keep, we were, too, keep those right? Sky Dancers out of my car, that's all I've got to say. <laughs> <laughs> the Sky Dancers.
4: <laughs> those are the best
0: ones. Oh, man. <laughs> they can
1: Sky Dance on out of here, but... What was it yeah. like, you, would, you would like rip it and it would fly up. But if it was like it's Vader like with like a light
2: bay saber. blade, do you know what those yeah. are? Like the Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> freaking zippers <laughs> it. like
1: helicopter sapers. Let <laughs> it rip. <laughs> oh, I would love that. Let's uh okay. someone make the mashup of Sky Dancers and the Inquisitors oh, uh heck yeah. Saber Sabercopters, please. Oh <laughs> that'd be cool. I would be love be that. Great. <laughs> yeah, that's a great I'm glad you pointed that out, Emma. Um that this story—that's kind of its problem for me, and we'll rate it at the end. Don't let me forget um, the fact that it is very much like the 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 book that you would hand to your, um, I don't know, dude, bro, Star Wars friend. Yeah, um, I agree. You want a hardcore yeah. Star Wars story? I've got the story for you. Yeah, like
2: very. If like, I'm not mistaken, I think there's and only one. And, yeah.
0: <laughs> there's only one. Female character, right, in this whole story. Yeah,
2: and she's used as the love interest.
0: <laughs> yeah. but there's there the couple. Jedi. There's like that the gets Jedi. Yeah,
3: the Jedi who is in charge of the prison.
0: <laughs> the one who we saw in like immediately. two panels.
3: <laughs> Don't even know her name. That's right. She, she has, has like, one
1: line, line and then.
0: And then she's uh, like, oh it's, thank it's, you for relieving me. It, <laughs> <boom>. <laughs> they left
1: a the Jedi to protect the prison. One Jedi, and she's like, "Oh man, I've been waiting ages for somebody to come and relieve me." And Vader says, "You are relieved of duty." It skewers her. I mean, <laughs> it is a pretty epic
3: moment, and like, what a I don't know, mind blowing. And there were like <laughs> the girls at the party that the little graduates. oh yeah, that they were like eyeballing. Yeah. Like okay,
0: oh yeah, yeah <laughs> I felt super go. icky. So yeah, not yeah. not many.
1: Uh, clearly, <laughs> that is a product of those time. elements are, are one of my bigger complaints with the book. But let's focus on the characters. Mm-hmm. So uh, up against Tom as a foil, and also they're supposed to have some similarities. Is one of the strangest and most thought provoking characters in all of Legends, Moff Tracha. Now, when oh, you man. hear Imperial Moff, what comes to mind?
2: Gray-haired old uh, man. Tarkin. Yeah,
1: Tarkin. <laughs> gray-haired old man. Big cheekbones. Fuzzy bunny slippers. British. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> British <laughs> old important. man. as absolutely. <laughs> Very important. Moff Tracha, however, definitely hits the gym like with his cyborg arm. arms.
0: Ooh, he is swole.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. My goodness. He is swole, but his arms are cyborg. He's. Yeah. Uh, he
2: also uh, might be a Vader cosplayer. I don't know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> He has, all right, so for our audio listeners, he has, his eyes have been lost. I guess, in that explosion. Destroyed, Whatever like red happened, Yeah, red
3: bug eyes. He
1: has yes.
0: red bug eyes, and he has swole metal arms. Oh, wait, I have a picture. You know, it almost looked like he squat maybe 500 pounds a little too soon, and his eyes kind of yeah. filled with blood, <laughs> and they popped out a little, bit, a little bit. So, <laughs> so he's, got, he's got a KOTOR breath mask. Yep.
1: Yeah. Um, he's got the moth ins- uh, insignia on the... I don't know his chest plate. His there, some beautiful delts. that
2: looks like a tank top.
1: <laughs> he wears a tank, so he fits in here with le- with Legends Look Back with Freddy, and then he's way ahead of the times with the shave, very much a Gen Zer. Mm-hmm. With he's got a, his what is it, shaved uh, sides of his head, high and tight,
0: high and tight, mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. very yeah.
0: high, very tight, very very high, very tight. Yeah, for definitely. sure. Uh, but I pronounce it a turtleneck. turtleneck. But that's also a little uh, different pronouncing. Yeah, that's kind of what I was <laughs> getting to. <laughs> I was like, I wonder how we're
4: going to pronounce this one. (laughs) Let's go
1: around the room. I say Tracha. (laughs) I I say say, Tracha. Tracha?
4: Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like Russian or something.
1: Tracha. Does he have a Russian accent for Um, you? Now he does. (laughs) Now he will. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Emily, how do you say
3: Uh, it? Tracha. I like how he said it. Like Freddie.
1: Ah, come on. All right. And tie it up. Emma, how do you pronounce it? (laughs)
2: Tractor, like a like a main trakta. accent on it. Hey, trakta. you
1: got tractor.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> wicked <love> tractor, <laughs> awesome. Well, he can eat his lobster rolls with his cyborg <laughs> fingers. Um, yeah.
2: yeah, there it is. But I don't know how
1: he eats with that breath mask, man. Probably doesn't well, need to. he's been through some stuff, and that's what they've gotten. That's what they've gotten common. Is they both don't eat. both Tom and Tractor have been. Oh, they're disabled. Uh, that's sure.
4: true.
3: They are yeah, differently abled.
0: Yeah, there's victims like a, of tragedies. Yeah, they have a chat too of, of like their disabilities and how did you get yours? How did I get mine? You know, something like that. And it's actually very interesting because it, it leads us into a moment which is like very dark. He's like, I'm gonna be here for a few hours, uh you know, mof And it turns out to be the reason why he is handicapped. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that dark Jedi that he saw and he was you know probably going to town on him for hours getting his there was a lot of a lot of that a lot of like dealing with uh with with ghosts if you will Mm -hmm. uh right so he was dealing with his titular ghosts Ghosts yeah (laughs) Mm. (laughs) exactly ghosts of the past and and you know he he when moff went into that that ghost the the ghost prison itself and he found the exact reason there Who is the reason for his disability he just wailed in on him probably the opposite of what you should do (laughs) in a reality situation right you gotta think about it talk about it etc so very interesting that they uh they showed kind of their the past and the disabilities and how much it haunts them to this day yeah definitely it's a thought-provoking series but it's not
1: explicit in yep. hitting you on the head it's not mm. um, definitely not it's over the head with its violence and its broodiness yeah. but it's not over the top i said over the head i always mess up expressions it's 100 episodes of legends look back at this point <laughs> if you haven't heard me mess up an expression yet i don't know where you've been um it's not over the top with being explicit with its themes it's yeah. over the top in other ways in um it being dark and you know being edgy and broody but in themes like this, I think is where it really shines the idea that we've all got to deal with our own trauma and there's a right way and a wrong way. (laughs) And, uh, here's an example of the wrong way. Just (laughs) seek vengeance on those who have done you wrong because it's, it's, you know, he's got these physical disabilities, but it's like, it's showing that
0: it's eating him up from the inside out and there's nothing that's going to satiate that desire. That's what I was thinking. Like after he kills this guy, like what next? How, what is he going to, Focus on, right? What, what is he going to do?
3: And yet the that characters that have question. no conscience that are eaten up by their trauma are the only ones that survive at the end. So I'm not really sure what that says.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's well, not it's a great that rates. It shows
1: that the Empire rates. We're getting well, into the dark that's times. True. That, yeah, that's we're, this we're era. The...
0: It's just kicking off the Empire. Mm. It Totally, right? We're in the first like year probably that these these uh, academics or maybe four years or so whenever, however long it takes to go through it. I think you had three even three or four specified. months in the chat here from yeah. uh, Caleb laminac Okay. where There you go. Three to four months after the fall. Uh, there you go, Caleb. Thank you there. Uh, I don't even know where early. I was going with this. I got totally off. Well, she
1: said the only characters that survive are the ones so
0: <laughs> who handled their trauma the most story, brutally. Right? We're told the story from the point of view of Tom. Uh, and it's not T-O-M, you know, like, uh, it's what T H O M Yeah,
3: I kinda of read it as Tom. Yeah. Lieutenant Tomb. T O H M Or Tom.
1: Thumb. I, I read it as Tom but Star Wars yeah, yeah, I mean I definitely I, unfortunately, so I, read
2: it as Thom, which I'm de I'm <laughs> absolutely positive it's not supposed to be because it sounds horrible.
1: <laughs> hey Thom. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I, I, <laughs> I thought yeah. Tom. Uh, just just Tom. But now I'm gonna Tom. call him Tom. That Tom was a good name because he's very much just like a Tom. It's like he's um, like it's a, like Kevin nice from the High Republic,
2: you know, K E A V A N. But Tom works because he. But dies that's our point of the
0: view. That's, that's our point of too. view too, right? That's like yeah. our story is. This is what he sees Darth Vader as: mm-hmm. this monstrous, murdering, absolute, you know, darkness surrounding him. He's super powerful. He's just walking out there as, as. Bolts are flying by and just slaughters things. So I, I can see, I can get that point of view. Uh, and he does, unfortunately, you know, his demise. That I did not honestly see that coming until the Emperor put it in play. And I was like, ah, oh, there we go. <laughs> I saw it coming because he was just kind of wimpy.
1: <laughs> I just kind of found him as like... He underestimated the dark side, that's for sure. It's, it's also, don't underestimate it. Uh, here's, a, here's a big problem with <laughs> Star Wars storytelling across the board original characters you expect them to die if there's a character that's not in the films in the i would say originals or prequels a new character that's created personally i just you expect that they're going to be gone yeah that particularly if it's a story that fits in like not expanding the story past return of the jedi but in between two movies you just mm. kind of assume they're gonna die. The Rogue One problem, Good right? Point. Yeah. You say, "Where are these people by the time of A New Hope?" Oh yeah, there they go. They're all dead. Um, that that was kind of. And his name is Tom, and he's a little wimpy. From page one, I just kind of thought this. Tom. I kind of. <laughs> that's right. I I thought that. I thought. Uh, uh, what's the the song by David Bowie? A- Agent Tom. Agent Tom. <laughs> Earth to Agent. What's it? You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I do. I do. I, I can't think of it. Major Tom. That's what I was thinking Major uh, Tom. with this entire book. Okay, I saw it coming. How about you guys? Freddie says he didn't see it coming. I didn't see
2: it coming. Um, I didn't either. I didn't either. I kind when it
3: happened, I went, oh. <laughs> yeah, I Hold had on. to reread you called it. him
1: tomb through the whole book, and you didn't <laughs> see it coming?
3: <laughs> no. And normally, I see these things coming. But, like, I literally had, yeah. I think I was going back. I don't even think I caught it on the first Read through. Actually, I was going back to get art, and I was like, I did a double take. It's like, wait, wait, what? Yeah. Like, who does he throw over the edge? It was,
0: it was the moment that Palpatine said he could almost be a rival for you. And to me, that's uh, Palpatine being Palpatine, right? He's, yeah, he's got to challenge his 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 uh, Sith apprentice. It's like uh, I
2: I thought we could get like a happy ending in Star Wars, you yeah. know, but then. We can't. That doesn't
1: happen <laughs> very <can't>. frequently. No. <laughs> the story called Hold on, you thought that the story Darth Vader in the Ghost Prison that was written almost entirely in shades of gray, you thought was going to be <laughs> a happy ending? I thought it was
2: like I an mean, origin story. I thought story maybe for they were somebody. trying to throw a Yeah, I thought they were trying to like throw us a curveball or something. Yeah, you know, mixed up. Okay. Like keep I us on that. the edge of our seats, you know? We all expect him to die. So make him live, you know what I
1: mean? And then yeah. on the very last page, he's... <laughs> I mean, that was yeah. honestly and probably it's an the epic best ending.
3: death of the whole thing. Because it was like, everybody else is like oh, super yeah. bloody, and it was like, nah, just like he flicks them off the edge.
1: He says, never suffer rivals. And then the next five, six yeah. panels are just him falling. And it gets yeah. grayer and grayer yeah. and grayer. I mean, it was expertly done. You know, I think <laughs> in terms of how well does this story achieve what it's setting out to achieve... Mm-hmm. It does it very well. The question is, is it trying to achieve something that's interesting to you? And yeah. I think for a lot of people, the answer is yes. For a lot of people, the answer might be no. But um, yeah, we'll get to that in a second. So I've got a theory. You guys ready for this sweeping sweeping declaration? Ooh, I'm going to lay something out here. Tom is the template, the template, <laughs> if you will, for Hux. I could see it.
4: Why? Yeah, definitely. Why? For sure. He's (laughs) redheaded.
1: He's an imperial true believer. He's a young gun right out the academy. Mm -hmm. He's ambitious.
0: Yeah. What else? I mean, the true believer part is really it, right? Tom is a true believer of the empire and serving the emperor, which was very interesting. When uh, (laughs) Tracta, now it sounds like tractor to me. (laughs) when tracta told him but if if gentis right gentis gentis uh succeeds then he is the emperor so Mm. you serve the emperor Mm -hmm. Uh, that was a kind of a catch 22 he's like wait a minute (laughs) i guess i shouldn't really be loyal to the emperor i should be loyal loyal like the emperor i should be loyal to whoever is the emperor Uh, and that kind of threw him a curveball and you could see his 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 thought on it. He he didn't have anything to say. It was kind of a, and that's what I like about this comics this comic book. I feel like, obviously, it's told through a report, and this the the report fills in kind of like the the, I guess professional version of what happened, and then you kind of get taken along through the ride of the comic, you know, showing you the image of what what's actually happening, and fairly interesting. Honestly, I love I love the the way it, not not too much text. It was very few and, you know, so there was a lot of panels yeah, that were empty. Very sparse. Yeah. And it was all action-based, I see. It feels like uh, great. I, honestly, I, I love this comic book. I, I, I can't believe I haven't read it since, what, 2013?
3: <laughs> it's so good. It's beautiful.
4: This is yeah. one that
1: gets a lot of great reviews and I had just never gotten to because I've tried to save some of the great works of Legends for late in my Legends reading just to save some things for after the Lando Calrissian trilogy that I will eventually one day finish. (laughs) I will definitely finish it for sure. I've tried to just save some of these that I've known are great and I've just not yet touched. I'm glad that Mm -hmm. I did them. It's great. I've really loved it. And there's still some other good stuff out there. I can't wait to dive into definitely. Uh, So you're with me on the proto Hux thing. I appreciate it. Yeah. Can I I make a counterpoint to your Hux? Absolutely.
2: Hux. Ended up being a spy
3: mm-hmm.
2: in episode nine. I don't think Tom would ever do that.
3: But he said, he should have asked I, me yesterday. Remember when his, like, friend, after oh, the coup, yeah. he shoots his oh, friend. Oh, yeah. He's like, you should have asked me before. I thought that was an interesting way yeah, to... That part was yeah,
0: interesting. Yeah. Yeah. How, what did you guys think of, of that? Because I, I read it, and I, I, it was one of those things where I was like, you know what? I'm just going to have to ask somebody else what they thought of that, because I... I didn't. It didn't quite click with me, so I just kept reading. <laughs> well, it didn't
2: really click with me either. But Because, like, I mean, I didn't think he meant that he would... He would have, like... I, I feel like maybe he meant, like, if things were different, if he hadn't, like... If he wasn't, like, officially an Imperial officer, if he hadn't met his mm-hmm. hero, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because at that point, he had no idea that Gentis was behind it. I don't yeah.
1: know. I, I read it as... He felt so betrayed by his classmates, by his friends, even by his idol, except for him. That they left him out, and because they left him out, he was going to serve Vader and take them down. He was so incredibly, as somebody who's been left out of a crowd, um, left behind by friends here and there, um, the desire to be right. And to be included to just, just be one of the guys, you know, yeah. is so strong. I, I understood it as he was so miffed by the fact that his classmates,
0: the FOMO, the FOMO was so mm. strong, he was going to join Vader <laughs> to destroy them. Yeah, I could see that. Okay, now that totally makes sense. And I'm, if I'm not mistaken as well, if when he shoots him, it shows both of his faces. So mm. that's where I started thinking, like, oh, I wonder if this is a theme. So we'll have to go check that again. Yeah,
4: after oh, we read man, it. This
1: is great. It gets. It gets deeper the more we talk about it. I love that. (laughs) I love that. Moff Trotch, we talked about him a little bit. I I just wonder, why doesn't Vader kill him? He seems so ambitious. Yeah, that's a good point. And he and Vader don't quite see things eye to cyborg eye.
4: (laughs) (laughs) He, he at the same time,
1: is a a foil for Vader being a cyborg. Yeah. But also is a foil for Tom, having gone through this trauma and is one of these... um, you know, young imperial up-and-comers.
0: Why does not Vader kill him? I don't. I'm not sure. I get it. I think he, I think Moff Trakta has a lot more power than we see. Right? He's a Moff, and I think for some reason in terms of in terms of hierarchy, uh, Vader. Like when, if if you remember uh, Grand Moff Tarkin, when he told Vader to basically stand down, he did. And that was an order from a superior, right? And, and of course, Anakin, in a past life, respected Tarkin. Uh, but I feel like that's the same with Moff Trakta. Is, uh, Moff Trakta is not naive. He is not serving just the Emperor. He seems smart enough to know that... It, it almost seems like he's trying to give Tom some insight of like, hey, you should probably wake up. This is not what you think. And I feel like he is a survivor because of all of that. And he is jaded, and he's, he's there to serve whoever is the Emperor. He's mm-hmm. not extremely loyal, but he's also got enough power where Vader, when he says stand down or whatever, he does. There's this interesting line where he says that he would
1: mentor Tom. Hey, Vader is a blunt instrument, but if you ever want to learn subtlety, come to me. Yeah, um, I, I'm not sure what to make of that, other than to say he he kind of had his own game here, and I wondered if he'd be used in later legends stories. But obviously, the Disney acquisition happens a few months after this, so we don't get to see this character unless there's something I haven't read yet I uh, don't get to see this character developed beyond this.
0: Yeah, I feel like but, Vader I mean, might
2: think he can use him like as a. I think maybe maybe Vader thinks he's like more loyal than he actually is. You know what I mean? Like maybe Vader is misreading him a little bit. Okay. Like oh, he can be used as my weapon because obviously, maybe, you know, being a cyborg, he might, he might almost respect him more in in a uh, weird way.
0: Good point.
3: Yeah. Or disregard him That's too because he knows the Emperor's yeah. affinity for all things human. So and Antracha yeah. is not quite all that. Um, but I think I think he is. He, he lacks the uh, cutthroat ambition, um, yeah. but he's he's very capable, which is why he's a moth, but he doesn't really care to be in the room where it happens quite so much. I think he wants to play his own game and use his power for his own devices, hmm, so he's not a point. threat to Vader. I think that's why. Yeah,
1: it's a great
0: point. Well, I think he's not trying to be... A sith right yeah. he's not trying to be some master he's just staying in his lane mm-hmm. uh and unlike tom tom was overzealous and he uh, he definitely underestimated uh i guess how evil the dark side was and that was his downfall
1: mm-hmm. wow well said we've talked about tom we've talked about Gintis. Gintus. Gintus? <laughs> now i'm second <laughs> guessing how i'm saying all these names <laughs> Uh, we've talked about Vader here and there. The elephant in the room is the fact that Vader is not the main character of the story that has has his name in the title. Uh, the story revolves around Vader. Yeah. Vader is a central mover in the story, but the story is told from a first-person point of view, from Tom's point of view, in reporting yeah. the incident of the ghost prison. Was this effective for you? How did it affect your view of Vader... Uh, We've we've derided, I Jedi and heir to the Jedi, for their handling of the first person narrative. I think it's a better handling of the first person point of view. But does it does it succeed for you guys as a first person it narrative? Does. It really does. Okay,
0: Freddie says yes. Why? Why the fact that it comes from a report right is is really cool. I I love that that style of writing where it it the narration happens via the text in the report. And so we see, if you were to just read just the report, it would read possibly boring. And at the same time, we get to see the images of what happened, you know, as if we were there the entire time, just observing, which is kind of cool. I really liked the, the, I guess the the method, right? Is uh, we were just in the room reading the report and watching like a, a hollow vid, if you will. Of, of the actual situation and you know things that could have been left out from the report uh for instance like you know, vader asked me to keep this secret but because this is for the emperor i'm not mm. <laughs> uh, another reason why you know uh, vader probably saw tom as a threat never loyal to vader which is a big deal uh but i i loved it i love the the whole report it's it's creative it's fun it, it's an it's a different type of narration right you're not just in the head you're in the head of the person, it does make it unique. Report, that's for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. I kind of read it kind of
3: like um, an old detective movie, almost. Like there, I was mm. having coffee. Oh, like a
1: noir. Yeah, yeah I something love that. like that. <laughs> that's cool. You
3: know, so it kind of filters the first person narrative from like being cheesy to um, just kind of adding a, a flavor to something. <laughs> I don't know. I yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, I like I, I I like definitely. I've that got that a noir slightly version, more negative take, yeah. but Emma, what's yours? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I like a good frame story And I, I thought it worked Because it wasn't um, The comic wasn't always written Like a report Like it was written yeah. You know there was like dialogue and stuff Like it wasn't this like boring Sort of um, business like writing um, And I think that that's where First person stories can fail Is when they're trying too hard To write it in the style Of whatever the frame story is
0: mm-hmm.
4: So
2: I think that this one balanced it you know having a good frame story but not letting it overwhelm the actual style of the writing
0: yeah that's great it you know what i felt like it was a healthy mix of of actual story and narration right yeah. it was like it wasn't over narrating the whole situation it was right. just maybe the entry point to because that's what it seemed like most mostly was yeah. an entry point to the scene and then the scene happens in full in full time as if you're there and then it, you know, maybe something significant happens, and and then you'll you'll get entered into another uh, entry into the report, if you will, and it it runs it out right. It's not trying right. to over explain at all.
1: I like that. Yeah, the fact that that the dialogue, the text was sparse compared to the artwork. This was definitely getting into more modern comics compared to the '90s, compared yeah. to the Tales of the Jedi comics, in particular, which I love. They're my favorite, but. Um, this is definitely more bridging the gap toward modern era of, of Star Wars comics. Now, uh, Emma, as the representative of the Cosmic Force, I'm going pick to a, pick a bone with modern comics Vader here and say <laughs> yeah, that do this, it, does do it, it. this does it better. And here's why. Here, Vader is the shark from Jaws. Vader is Vader <laughs> Vader is the the dinosaur in Jurassic Park. He's not on screen for very long. What you're actually dealing with is all these other characters and mm-hmm. then Vader comes on the screen to be awesome and mysterious. Yeah. And to kick butt. But the story's about these other characters. And so you only get glimpses of Vader through these other characters' points of view instead of the whole thing being about Vader's trauma and his baggage. <laughs> I mean, the modern... modern Here we go. I'm going to pick a bone here. Modern canon Vader comics might as well be Vader goes to therapy and we have to sit in on the sessions with him. Um, there's more to it than that. I actually love the mo- canon Vader comics. Oh, I'm just... Spicy. You know, for the sake of the show. All right. For the sake of the spicy yeah, takes, I, I was going to say, who,
2: who doesn't like getting inside the head of a maniac? You know what I mean? That's, yeah. Okay, that's a great Excellent. point. Yeah. Yeah. A great point.
0: <laughs> Emma, I never really pictured this, but you're right. I feel like the, the current era of storytelling is getting in the head of, you know, yeah. like the Joker, for instance, yeah. right? Oh, my gosh. And, and seeing, not just thinking evil, and not just thinking, oh, this person's crazy and evil, but getting into the brain is actually kind of the horror of current our current society, right? Getting into the yeah. brain of people and really seeing what's going on and 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 acknowledging that this is very a very capable or, or very possible thing. <laughs> it could happen. Yeah. <laughs> and it makes yeah. it scarier. I like that uh, yeah, that's that's I've it never does. realized that, but I feel like that is kind of the current the current genre of storytelling.
2: Yeah, for sure. But I mean I can I can definitely see your point though, Jared, and that <laughs> these are two very different vaders that you know you you either like one or you, you don't like that's and that's so that you know
1: i love both that's i okay. love both for the record yeah <laughs> no, I, yeah <laughs> but good. you know yeah, legends did it better just for the okay, sake of okay, the just okay. for the sake of the debate right <laughs> we all know
2: <laughs> we all know what what my comment is so i'll withhold
1: i mean you saw i spent like 80 dollars on the the canon Vader omnibus over here. So. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> this some great storytelling, too. Yeah. All right. So uh, one last question here before we wrap it up. Uh, we have talked about the titular ghosts. My biggest gripe with this whole freaking story. There's no ghosts. No ghosts!
4: <laughs> There's, There's no ghosts. There's no ghosts. No blue ghosts. glowies.
0: We're hey, the ghosts? No ghosts the whole time.
4: <laughs> I want to <laughs> see. <laughs> no <ghost>. I,
0: <laughs> I want to see some, uh, you know, uh, yeah, when the moomoo's
1: floating around.
0: And in the neighborhood. That's right.
4: <laughs> ghost prison. Oh the ghosts
1: are all metaphorical. The narrative
3: of a dead guy. Like, that's a ghost. The ghosts oh, of that's a Vader. Oh, well, wait a second. Ah, that just dawned
1: on me. Okay.
3: I mean, the ghost of okay, Vader. are like, kind of Anakin. a genius for that comment. <laughs> uh, all go-
1: right. Okay. Unpack it, Emily. Who are the ghosts? Who are the titular ghosts? Okay.
3: Well, obviously, Lieutenant Tom. Our
0: everyone's issues
3: (laughs) whoever however you want to call it yeah so he's literally a ghost coming back from the grave to tell you about his experience with vader and then through the like like through the whole story you get like they go back to the jedi temple and you see anakin's ghosts like all of these like old people that knew Uh, who he was was before vader because he arrested them, and he get he like just yeah. they all die basically. So I mean, there you know, this is interesting.
0: This is my favorite part of Legends is when we have the prequels now to to feed off of, and it it kind of completes the story. Well, there's nothing obvious obviously on the sequels, but it starts to to ingrain some of the old Jedi stuff into like the the other stories, and it it's really cool because back in in you know '90s and stuff yeah. that didn't exist. We didn't right. have any of that. And and seeing legends bring that in, it's almost like ah, oh, cool I'm down. Mm. <laughs> yeah, okay. It, but so Tom point. is
1: a ghost. Obi Wan and his buddies, they're ghosts. Who else? Everyone's dealing with ghosts.
0: Yes, you know, like the Trakta, trauma. Trakta, his 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 trauma. Tracta has got his ghosts. Okay. He made his he made that that Dark Jedi into a ghost. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Dealing with yeah. The trauma he did. Of his
3: past. <laughs> and it ended up confronting his past, and then Tom and uh, and Tracta both having past trauma yeah i mean oh my gosh
0: and we totally forgot like one of the the main twists of the story was they went to this prison to release all of the confederacy prisoners Mm. right the the prisoners of war and vader just said i want you to fight amongst yourselves and whoever comes out of this is who we're going to use to overthrow gentis and everybody right and and uh it's funny because like the people who, who probably, and this goes to, uh, Caleb wrote an interesting comment, uh, that the failure of, of the empire is possibly because it sacrificed some of sacrifices, some of its best officers. Yeah. And in that prison fight, you have like engineers, probably like generals, people with brain power who are probably, who could be very useful, <laughs> just exterminated in this fight. And, uh. The only ones that make it out are the ones that were, you know, assassins or bounty hunters. Very interesting.
1: Yeah, another another great point here from Caleb that uh, he loves the story too. By the way, um, one of the another great point from Caleb is that General Gintis has the ghosts of his sons leading him oh. on. So totally missed that one. Missed that I one think, too.
2: Like the literal <laughs> meaning of of the title is, yeah. I think they actually mean that. The prison itself is hidden Ooh,
3: like a ghost. that too.
4: Yeah.
2: I think that's like what it means. Yeah. You know? It's
4: probably I a
1: think lot it's...
3: more basic than what we're talking <laughs>
1: It <laughs> is. Here's another one. The ghost prison is Vader's armor. His armor what? is the ghost <laughs> prison. Oh. The
2: actual... Because without it, he'd be a freaking ghost.
1: The black... Wow, the... Okay, so his ghosts are trapped <laughs> in the armor with him. Like Obi Wan and Yoda and Mace Windu and Yario Poof, all of those guys—they're the ghosts <laughs> that make Vader into <laughs> the monster that he is. They haunt him. Oh, it's so awesome! I he just kind to bump oh, that man. up a whole tenth of a point in my rating. Yeah,
0: awesome. When, when, especially when when Vader discovered what was said after what he remembers, right? Because obviously Tom doesn't know what's going on. But he was like, "I knew it." <laughs> he was so pissed off at them and just utterly destroyed everything within his grasp. He, let, I mean, he was. And he that was panel in particular, furious. I'm a fan
1: mom now. Yeah. That panel in particular is where it looks like he is fighting ghosts. I'm talking about specters yeah. here, all right? Specters. The, the flowy, flowy glowies.
0: Um, and to see Obi Wan, right? Yeah. Obi Wan is just like, man, this isn't right. We shouldn't leave Anakin in the dark and. He kind of just says, "Well, uh, you know why you guys know better, but I got to go look at it myself." I just I, I, had I
2: gotta... the biggest realization when you said that, Freddie. <laughs> okay,
4: when you were go like, ahead, do it. When,
2: "Okay," when you were like, Obi Wan said that Anakin shouldn't leave them, or they shouldn't leave Anakin out. That's kind of like what happened to Tom. Everybody left him out.
0: Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. good point, <laughs> dude.
4: <laughs> the there's a lot of ghosts, so deep. <laughs> and
1: yet there's none. It's yeah. it's such an amazing double entendre. Yeah, it is maybe the best wordplay in all of Star Wars storytelling. Next to uh, what's the thing that like the hut to use there on in Episode One when uh,
2: oh, Ichuta?
1: Yeah, it there it is. That's <laughs> what I was thinking of. <laughs> the
4: best hey, of all I hate that I know next, that. Since, since Skuma, Joe,
0: <laughs> Skuma Joe just put something in the chat, which I would say is another link to the ghost theory of this whole thing is just filled with ghosts. Just similar to a ghost ship, right? This ghost prison was just operating on one Jedi and a bunch of, a bunch of droids. Skeleton and for crew. All, a skeleton crew. All we Ooh. For all we know, if, if Vader never went out to go find this, this prison could have existed for as long as that Jedi survived. And then maybe more. <laughs> so yeah, it's like a ghost yeah, well, ship. a ghost awesome. prison.
1: Okay, so let's rate it. Let's go around the horn. I'll go ahead and give my rating first because I think mine's the lowest. I enjoyed it. A big complaint. It's a little bit dark and broody and uh, angsty. 2000s of the time. It's a little bit... uh, uh seems a little sexist. It is, um, ultimately for me, falls short in the fact that it's not consequential for all of Legends overall. It's just its own little self-contained yeah. story. And I, I like the things that are connected to the bigger picture. Yeah. So I'm going to give it like an 8 point. Seven, so it's good. It's mm. like really, really good. Oh, we're not supposed to do yeah, numbers anymore. Say, Dang oh, it! God, it was like
3: master- oh, uh, changed my whole
1: thing. We've been doing 90, do you, 98 episodes of this. Do you remember? Do you
2: remember them? Because I, I know them off the top of my head. Oh, not a chance. Okay, it's masterpiece. The, it's the
0: yeah. one master, yeah, okay, masterpiece. Okay,
2: masterpiece. Incredible, good. I think the next one is
1: f- yeah. This is my fair. big gripe is for me it fits in between good and and incredible. Okay, it's definitely incredible. It's, it's probably Mine incredible. incredible, incredible okay, <laughs> masterpiece. All right incredible yeah, boarding Masterpiece okay was. great I loved it <laughs> why
3: uh, it was just it was beautiful the art was probably yeah. my favorite art I've ever seen of yes. Star Wars I just thought it was really um, just beautifully done what they did with the color and the um, how they just drew all the characters it was just absolutely gorgeous so I loved that I loved that the story was um, I kind of liked that it was self-contained I didn't I liked that it wasn't you didn't have to know a lot going in, and you could that could be the only mm-hmm. one you ever read, and you'd be fine. Uh, and it was it had a huge twist at the end. You would not be fine.
1: <laughs> it would destroy you.
3: <laughs> well, I just, I don't know. I, I just thought it was really fun. It was like a new story of Star you Wars no it. one had ever it's heard just, before. Yeah. And, like, yeah, big twist. Great
1: points. Great points all around, for sure. It's, it's very good. It's very good. Um, master. I would say that that's a fair assessment. Incredible bordering on Masterpiece. Almost a
0: masterpiece. Almost. Almost Your comment about it not being okay.
3: consequential for the rest of Legends made me, it kept me from saying masterpiece.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I would love to see, like, for instance, more of, of Moff Tracta and, like, what, what he's up to and uh, possibly... To be fair, I, I wonder if they
1: were going to do more. It yeah. seems like they were teeing something up here that this happened months before the Disney transition, Months before Disney, before yeah. George sold the company, he imagine had that dinner. <laughs> imagine being Hayden Blackman, arch, uh, being the architect of this new yeah. story, and finding out, oh, everything in my life has changed. Yeah, that's right. yeah. So, so who knows what could have been? And that's what I love about legends: is we got what we got, and yep. we just gotta gotta enjoy it and think about what could have been and what we've got. Sir uh, Emma, your rating?
2: I think I'm gonna go with you, Jared. Good almost almost ma- uh incredible, just the only thing that's holding me back from incredible is just the sexism. it's just bothering me, I don't know the sexism yeah. in it
0: it's definitely inadvertent sexism where right? <laughs> yeah, like the more people become aware of it, they're just like, oh wait, this is probably not a good thing to say, yeah, uh, just like everything right, like uh the more oh, yeah. you learn, you're just like, oh, and at this time, I don't even know if." 2012, yeah, there was, like, a lot of gender rights and stuff. and The world is I, changing at this point. Yeah. Though. Yeah, yeah it, I would say it's, like, this is a, a critical time where things were starting to change uh, leading into, like, the 2020s. And, you know, 2012 yeah, agreed, was, like, because the it early part.
2: It wasn't as bad as other things I've seen in <laughs> yeah. Legends. Like
4: the early 90s. <laughs> yeah,
2: like, it wasn't, like... Um, like shadows of the empire, bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, but it was <laughs> but still enough bloodier. to kind of. But it's
1: bloodier, so it's more violent. Right, though, when there are a which, lot of it's characters, darker. there
3: are really only a couple of main characters, and they happen to be men. Yeah. But I yeah. feel like you could easily have substituted a woman, and well, it would I, have been fine.
2: Yeah, and it was fine. It was fine with me that there weren't any, you know, female main characters. It was mostly like. The, like what Freddie said, the inadvertent stuff, like calling, referring to everyone as my sons, and uh, all the the men from the academy. Like it was just stuff like yeah. that, like little tiny pet peeves of mine. Uh, You're but just like, Oh, this story isn't
0: for me. It's right. honestly yeah. what what could have, what what could have been true though during the Empire, right? They're very. That's a
2: good point. Maybe that maybe the Empire was sexist too.
0: The Legends Empire, <laughs> the Legends <laughs> Empire, yeah, yeah, yeah very true. sexist. I, think- I I and uh, very what is it anti-specie of anything other than a little bit sure species. yeah species yeah. no that, that's so, a good
2: point it could be just you know showing that the empire yeah, yeah, yeah i i'm down with that but yeah i enjoyed this overall like i thought it was really entertaining there were some twists yeah. i didn't see coming and you know i thought the art was cool it was different than anything i'd ever seen before and yeah, yeah i dug it
1: the shot of darth maul's thai inner what is that thing called the sith oh. infiltrator
0: the fact that they had that
1: still flying up on <laughs> yeah. the ghost prison with this oh, like wait, green I have that and picture. foggy is so unbelievably cool. At the same, t- <laughs> at the same time, oh, oh yeah. man, that's so cool. At the same time, this story is so dark and edgy that I'm like, oh, it's kind of cringe. At the same time, I'm like, oh, it's so cool. At this, you know what I'm saying. At the same time, and so um, I'm, I'm glad that not every legend story is this way. I'm glad that we've got some bright stories out there like tales of the jedi which i adore and i'm glad we've got some things like this that is so very much what it is oh freddy's got a sith infiltrator what is that a happy
0: meal toy yeah uh, possibly it makes like the old cheap awesome. sci-fi sound if you can hear that yeah i heard a little bit Not really <laughs> sounds like
2: uh, sounds like, like ding, buzz Lightyear's ding, laser <laughs>
1: yeah there you go <laughs> yeah definitely yeah. Well, this has been a lot of fun. I'm glad we got a chance to read this. I'm looking forward to reading the rest of the omnibus. How about you guys?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I would definitely read yeah, this. Totally. I really want to read more Vader comics now. That's for sure.
0: Yeah. I I'd, I'd like to dip into some of the canon Vader to mm, to yeah. see that. I, I feel like I feel like there'd be a nice Utini collection of if you read a Legends book. What are, what is a fun book to read after that to get some insight of what might be going on here? So like Ghost Prison, and then you ins you know Emma you you pick. Uh, a vader comic that you think would be a great parallel to this one vader
2: like
4: 2017
2: a... Ooh. yeah is that the one, one i've one? got the omnibus a solid one. Down here. i actually said last night on uh cosmic force that that was my favorite comic by charles soul so oh, okay cool. pretty high praise there i bet gonna, that Freddie has read zero
1: a... comics by charles soul <laughs> zero Absolutely. But listen, uh, I
2: mean I can make you guys a list like right when we end here of, of good Darth Vader stuffing canon. I'm in. That sounds you know, great. Yeah. It's it's basically Once... all good, but like I'll give you the essentials.
0: Cool. That's that's uh you know, I it's not by by choice. I, I <laughs> I'm trying to finish Legends first. Once I finish Legends, you know, trying to get that. We're getting there. Part End of, of the,
1: the year, Freddie, 2022. Yeah. We're gonna. You know, I'm if Lando dude. Doesn't become my eternal speed bump. We well, will get there. For the
3: sake of others <laughs> that would be interested in, it, in learning a little bit more, can you give us like three comics you'd recommend for Vader? People who if yeah, you definitely. liked this, then you'll probably like this. Yeah, I'll give I'll give
2: three trades because I can't I can't boil it down to three issues. Okay, but I'll I'll, I'll give three trades. That's fine. That's what I'll do. Yeah, love it.
4: So, oh, you want like, it right now? Yeah, right now. Later?
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, I thought you meant, like, post it in Discord it. later. i biting my nails Okay.
3: I'm going to post it okay, in Discord, too, if you need a little more time to think. But just for people who are listening or want to know okay. a little bit more. This is, so like, my preliminary list. Right? Okay. you said 2017, Yeah, but, that, but there's, like, there's,
2: like, three or four trades in that. Um, okay. Hmm. Okay, Darth Vader 2020, Volumes 1 and 2. Friggin' insane. Amazing. Okay masterpiece. Is that uh, the
1: one where Vader the, gets all his limbs chopped off? Yes. <laughs> okay. Ooh.
2: It's insane. Um, And he relives all his traumas and all that. And then I can't remember like which... Like I said,
1: it's like going to therapy with Vader. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. I can't remember which volume number this is. I will definitely post it in the Legends Look Back channel and Discord later. But there's a volume in 2017 where he like goes back to the Jedi Temple and... Does some crazy stuff there. Um, so I'll I'll the have to look Yucasta that up afterwards. Knew. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, that, one's, that one's great. The volume
1: <laughs> yeah. two, the second trade.
2: Volume two, yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah. I mean, basically any anything in twenty seventeen cool. and anything in twenty twenty up to volume two is like Peak up until Boba
1: Fett showed up and ruined everything <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, alright some great, love it. great recommendations for sure yeah. thanks Definitely. for letting me we'll, share we'll, some canon love we'll, on here
1: yeah and with that totally. we're gonna close it out okay so uh, <laughs> no we, we, we love it all over here for sure um, we've got coming up next week on the living force the best Padawans in Star Wars and I hope the list is 90% legends because there's some great legends Padawans you got uh, Scout and then the one that is in the Darth Maul Shadow Hunter, that one's coming out, the, the re-release later was, this summer. What was Scout in? A bunch of stuff. Um, I feel like um, Yoda, she's familiar to me for some reason. Yoda, Darth Rendezvous, she's in the uh, a few random little stories. I can't remember.
2: Okay, okay. I'll look her up yeah, on the she, Wook later.
1: Yeah, a little bit of here uh. and there. Her name is like... To Elizabeth Vanderhersey or something. Oh, you really know goofy. why
2: I know that? Oh my goodness! Because what a the reaction. um, that was very strong. <laughs> the bed. So the bedtime. You know, the uh, Star Wars Archives has been doing bedtime stories on YouTube. Yeah. And the one Trev gave me was from her perspective. Awesome. Nice. That's why.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. There's some great ones in Legends. Yeah. Yeah. And, and speaking then, of which, you guys need to anybody who hasn't checked out Star Wars Archives. Probably one of the best things that has. Come across my lap. Uh, the bedtime stories are fantastic. Uh, we're bringing this stuff to life at Utini, and and you know I'm I'm a part of it. Jared's a part of it. Uh, Emma, you've done some stuff, so check it out. It's I did too. I is it uh, to is it a it. Patreon exclusive or is that on? No,
2: you you get it. through I think it's three months early um, if you're a patron. So
1: okay, yeah, definitely worth paying for. It it, it yeah. might be the best show. I'd you teeny, let's be honest <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's, it's amazing work they're doing over there i like to think that they're bringing things to life that nobody would ever learn about if it weren't for trev oh yeah trust yeah. me yeah that's, that's was a fact. part nobody of it ever learn about and so uh that's coming up over there on star wars archives on the cosmic forest next week what do we have emma
2: yeah we're talking about our favorite star wars comics of all time which is i'm shocked we haven't done this show before i mean we've obviously mentioned here and there what our favorite comic is but just to like you know combine it all into one show i think it's gonna be a lot of fun and also oh, we have cool. timothy still still uh guest hosting so it'll be fun yeah. to hear his picks we
1: yeah very too. fun for sure we've got a big episode of legends look back coming out in a couple of weeks with cory we're gonna go yeah. do like a big Legends celebration of everything we love about legends and there will definitely be and Horn. But before that, we've got coming up next week, July's monthly catch-up show with our piles of loot, our Thrakens <laughs> thrift stores, our listener feedback, the Legends Race to the Finish, all of that ridiculous nonsense that you know and love. But for now, that does it for this week. Thanks for joining us here on Legends Look Back. Thanks to our incredible patrons for your support. Thank you especially to the Jedi High Council, Brian Dooley, Earl Q, Patrick Ortiz, Carl Sander, the Alliance High Command, Elizabeth Cloutier-Sally, and Chris Eilerson. Remember everybody to sub to the channel on YouTube. Leave us a review in your podcast platform of choice. And of course, if you'd like your thoughts read on the show, such as the amazing, beautiful... Comment uh, the email that we got the other day from uh, from our buddy over there, the, the pool hat guy. Oh, man. What's his name? We just call him the pool hat guy. Uh, the you know? the uh, Corey Cosplayer. That's right. The Corey Cosplayer. I've <laughs> blanked on his name. It's been a long show. Anyway, uh, we'll get back around to make sure we'll read that next week. Get us uh, some fantastic fantastic listener feedback. You can, of course, get your feedback into us. Elliot. There it is. I got it. Elliot. To Elliot. Uh, nice. Thank you, Elliot. We'll read that next week. Thank you to everybody who sends us feedback. Next week we will read some of it. You can email us at Legendslookbackutini.com. You can send a message in the Legends Look Back Discord channel. You can leave a comment on this episode on YouTube, or you can find us on Twitter at Legends Look Back, or I'm at Jared Q. Mays, Freddie at Wake Up Freddie, Emily
3: at Darth
2: Dayback, and Emma at Irma Jedi twenty six.
1: Wonderful, excellent. And uh, make sure that you ask Emma all of your canon Darth Vader questions because she can field them way better than the three of us. Of course, if you're looking to buy some of these books, such as the 994-page omnibus that we talked about tonight, it's too heavy, I can't even pick it up with one (laughs) hand over there, such as the Empire omnibus hardcover from Marvel, you can go on over to UTini.com, click the Amazon link in the profile. You can grab your book and give us a whopping 4% of the sale to help us keep the lights on. It really does make a big difference. And after you've read the book or the comic, you let us know what you think. Leave us a review. And of course, remember to keep the Uteni fan code and be a force for positivity. Fandom. and the first with you.
0: This is a UTV broadcast.